Hello and welcome. I'm Kate Kunkel, a certified and licensed brain health trainer and coach, and I'm the creator of Brain Health Matters. Welcome to this series of educational events, courses, and programs, including this interview series and an upcoming series of short reads. And everything here is designed to help you improve your brain and your health for a happier, healthier life. But today, I'm delighted to welcome, finally, Megan Nolan. Welcome, Megan. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. And I'm excited to be able to do this and share because Megan helps people use their yoga practice to thrive in their personal lives and their businesses. Megan is a professional personal trainer and yoga instructor with 16 years of experience. She's the creator of the Elevation Method, which is her unique combination of yoga, breathwork, and neurohacking techniques that gets her students amazing results. Thanks again so much for joining us, Megan. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you. You're very welcome. The first thing I'd like to talk about is energy. Because one of the things you mentioned in, in the group we were in before was about how yoga can improve energy. Talk to us a bit about that. Absolutely. So in yoga, we call energy prana. And prana is the life force energy that animates all of us. It's what we can feel in our body. We can't necessarily see it. We can see it in um, examples outside of us, like in nature, we can see things growing or you can see your dog being energetic and playful. So in yoga, we want to really boost that vital life force energy or boost the prana. So everything we do in yoga is with that intent. And so that really comes back to how free flowing it is throughout your whole body because there's channels of energy, right? So we can look at it from a physical perspective and that's, you know, blood vessels as well as different um, bony structures and muscles in your body that have energy flowing through them all the time. And of course, into your beautiful brain. So we want to make sure that that free flow of energy is happening constantly. But in our modern lives, we tend to spend a lot of time sitting down. And <laughs> we both are sitting right now. You might even, for those of you watching, might even be sitting right now. And when we sit down, we have a limit, you know, things start to slow down. They start to slow down because your body is designed to be upright and moving so that we have muscular activation. We have blood flow. We have oxygen flow throughout the whole body. And we consider the, the conduit for this energy or this life force to be the breath. And so we want to make sure that this oxygen is flowing throughout your whole body. So it's really important that you are doing things throughout the day and doing things in your yoga practice to keep your body both strong and supple so that this life force energy or the breath flows throughout your entire body and carries that energy with it. So that's where we start to, you know, bring in the little movement breaks, the, whatever it is for you. Maybe you love yoga. Maybe you don't, maybe you like to walk or do Tai Chi or dance. It's all about that free flow of energy through the body. Cause when we have the stagnation or the stuckness, not only do we have tension and pain, but that's when we can start to develop issues like chronic pain or injuries or potentially disease down the road. So I want to, if we're sitting so much, and most of us are bottom line, especially these days. Um, so obviously, you would recommend people taking breaks, but is there something we can do about our breath work when we're actually working or at our desks that could make it uh, help with this prana? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think this is a fun little demo <clears throat> for people to get a sense for it. And then I'll explain why it's important. So I want you to show me your best 
Thursday afternoon. I've still got a lot to do. I'm really <laughs> tired sort of posture. So why don't we all just like go into that right now? Okay. So yeah, even with your hands in front of you on the keyboard, cause that's going to affect things a little, you know, imaginary keyboard at this point, that's going to affect things even more. So what I want you to do is close your eyes and I want you to take a few breaths. Okay. Take another breath. Okay, beautiful. And then you can keep your eyes closed or open them if you need the the visual. I want you to move your body into a posture where you feel confident, you feel energized, like you're about to walk into a room of amazing people that you're so excited to connect with. So move your body into that posture and then close your eyes again. And then again, breathe. Wow, I have a whole lot more breath. Exactly. (laughs) Nailed it. So what happens when we slouch is that your body, so say this is your your spine to about here, your body starts to slouch. We start to move into that rounded, what I like to call the ouchy slouchy posture. (laughs) We move into that rounded posture that we were doing in the first part of the demo. What happens when that happens is your spine is getting compressed because you're in that sort of flex position. And when you're compressed like that, your diaphragm, which is your main breathing muscle that wraps around the bottom of your rib cage, it doesn't move very freely. And in fact, it has a more challenging time to breathe. It's, it's about 30% more difficult for you to take a deep breath. So your vital lung capacity goes down by 30% when you're in that rounded position, because your diaphragm, which breathes very well, it does it nicely, can't do its job. So the backup team, which is up here in your neck and shoulders, which is already doing a very important job of holding your beautiful head, is getting kicked into action. And it doesn't breathe as well as your diaphragm does. So you tend to take short and shallow breaths when you're in that rounded position. So not only is that challenging, it's exhausting for your body, but it also triggers stress because that's how you breathe when you're under stress. You take short, shallow breaths to get more oxygen in, more carbon dioxide out. So a simple thing that you can do is to either set an alarm in your phone or create a a view, a trigger, excuse me, to create a trigger for yourself that whenever this happens, it will be your reminder to sit back up into that strong and energized posture and take a few deep breaths. And you can do this, you know, so for example, like if whenever your phone rings or whenever you hear a Slack bing or a Facebook bong or whatever, like the ding dongs that go on all day, whenever you hear one of those sounds, use that as a reminder to check in with your posture and take a few deep breaths because it's so powerful. Your breath is your number one tool for reducing your stress. And it really happens rather quickly in as short as three deep breaths. You start to feel that difference in yourself. I have to say just that little change because I, you know, obviously I do circular breathing and stuff all the time, but over the day I, I do end up doing that. So it was quite a shock to me to, to realize how far down that could send me (laughs) and how much less breath, how much less breath we would have. Thank you so much for that. That's just like a perfect demonstration of, of the importance of just sitting up straight. I talk about that a lot. I'm a harpist. So you have to sit up straight, right? So I'm normally more aware of my posture than, than, than many people, but I still find myself slouching at the like, Thursday afternoon. You're right. <laughs> so, 
So the oxygen part, what does that have to do with fuzzy brains? I mean, I know, but I'm sure a lot of people may not be quite so familiar with the effect it can have on our brain. We know about stress, but how about on our brains? Well, when we're taking the short and shallow breaths and our oxygen levels are going down, that goes down throughout your whole body right? So you have less blood flow, less oxygen to your brain. You're starting to really feel that compression and exhaustion. So it's easy for us to get into that ouchy slouchy posture. It's easy for us to feel more of the tension of our body. We have less of that energy or the prana flowing throughout your body and up to your brain. So we start to get into that sort of fuzzy, distracted state. And if you add in what we were speaking to before, that you're taking the short and shallow breaths and you're activating the stress response in your body, you're triggering the sympathetic part of your nervous system that's like in that go, 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 go sort of frantic sort of state. And you're more easily distracted. You're far less productive because your brain is trying to stay on task. It's trying to run from the tiger. It's trying to do all these things simultaneously. And it's not allowing you to stay very present and focus and actually complete tasks because you're more easily distracted, right? It's like speaking to those bing bongs that we were talking to all over the place right before, because we have them going off all the time. And if we're like, oh, I got to check on this, I got to check on this. And we, we tell ourselves that multitasking is very productive. And in fact, it actually slows us down and it takes a lot more time. <laughs> you can yeah. speak to that, I'm sure, about the adjustment time for the brain. But it's really about that, you know, having the free flow of energy throughout your body, taking little breaks throughout the day to get yourself up and moving so that you are, you know, moving yourself back into that strong posture. I kind of think of it like recess for adults, right? Remember when you were at school, you would go out and play. And that was of course for the teachers because they were like, go outside, please. I need a break. But it's, it's also for you is the body likes to move, yeah. right? It likes to be active. It's our most uh, common tool that we use these days is one of these or the computer, right? And in days gone by and in certain cultures and, and definitely in certain um, practices and, and areas of work, people are much more active. Their tools are like getting them up, engaging and engaging their muscles, engaging their body. When your job is, is more sedentary, when you're sitting, it's up to you to integrate those throughout the day. And it doesn't take much, you know, and your brain will try to tell you, oh, no, no, we don't have time for that. I can't take a break. I can't take, but it's really like your body, your spirit, your soul knows, okay, these are good things for us to do on a regular basis. And they will help to diminish that sort of fuzzy feeling that we get, you know, mid morning or at the end of the day by getting out ahead of it. Right. So what that can also then like, um, a lot of our, our viewers here are um, entrepreneurs, they're business people or, or people just having a regular job. How can this help them in their regular job? Then it should make them able to make better decisions and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you start from the beginning of your day, if you integrate some movement into the beginning of your day exercise, particularly cardiovascular exercise, where you get your heart rate elevated not only is that shown to increase your productivity by upwards of 70% because you're more energized, you're more awake, right? If you wake up and you're like, okay, what happened overnight on Facebook? Let me go look at that. Let me go look at my email. Okay. Let me just walk 10 feet to my desk, sit there for three hours, walk three feet to the bathroom, you know, and it's like, it, everything is slowing down. So if you have a morning routine where you're energizing your body, you're energizing the muscles that hold you in the strong posture, right? Out of the ouchy slouchy, waking up your, your sleepy core muscles. 
not only are you going to have less tension throughout the day that is distracting, right? Tension and pain is very distracting. You're going to feel more alert. So when you're alert, then you're able to stay on task, get things done. We talked about energizing the body and energizing the brain. When you're activating yourself into that calm and present state, be it with, you know, dance, Tai Chi, yoga, exercise, walking your dog, whatever it is, you're down-regulating your nervous system so that you're in a calm place, right? You're not in the stress state. So your brain is like, okay, let's turn on the higher functions now. Let's have some creative ideas now. It's not like, where's the tiger? We gotta go, we gotta survive. You're in thrival mode, right? You're thriving. So you're able to stay focused. You're more productive throughout the day. You're able to get things done and get things done more quickly, not just like rushed and hectically, get them done more quickly. So you have time to do other things, be that with your family or, you know, in your Facebook group or whatever it is. So it's a beautiful way to, you know, not only start your day and then do those little breaks throughout the day, like we talked about. So what we were talking to earlier of set a reminder for yourself. And I call this one the, the Kate Winslet. So if you just take your arms out to the side, I remember when she's on the edge of the boat and then Titanic. So you're stretching your arms out to the side and you reach out and you lift your belly and lift your chest and maybe look up if it's okay in your neck and just take some big deep breaths. <sighs> Beautiful. And then just bring your arms back down. Simple. Wow. What a difference even that makes. Right. It's powerful. It doesn't take much, you know, but it's cumulative. It adds up. Yeah. This has been awesome. Meg, how can people work with you? What, what is it the best way for people to get more of your wisdom and and information so that they can do this more reliably? (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, I do have a free little gift if you'd like. So it is a a three-step mini morning routine. So as you mentioned, a lot of your community is entrepreneurs and I also work with entrepreneurs. And so what I really love to have people do is to create an embodiment routine, an empowerment routine to start the day with. So it's really activating that inner wisdom, the inner guidance, the presence, the calm that we've been speaking to, but also doing so from a place of connection to your big vision. So it's a three-step morning routine that really breaks down my elevation method. So we start with your envisioning of what it is you're creating, you're calling in and what you're bringing to life in your life and your business. And then how can you embody that version of yourself today? So using some of the tools that we talked about today, some of the tools of yoga, whatever it is that works for you. And then from that place of presence, deciding how you're going to express. So it's a three-step morning routine to really help you to get into alignment, both physically for strength and confidence, emotionally for presence and joy and inspiration, and also mentally for that clarity and the focus so that you're really moving from that place of of connection, of embodiment, of inner strength, of inner wisdom, so you can move into your day. So I will um, share the link with you here, and then we can give it to everybody when we're Perfect. live. In yes. The Yes, I'll have it in the group. And folks, make sure you reach out. Um, I'll have Meg's um, information in the show notes so that you can grab that gift. Take advantage of it. She has amazing information for you. Do not let it go by, even if you're not in business. So you can use this for your life, right? You can use it for your life. We all can do things to make our lives better. Thanks again, Megan. Take care. And I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Brain Health Matters. Be sure to subscribe with your favorite podcast service so that you can get all the latest episodes when they're released. 